The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, thank you so much, <laughs> oh Universe, for bringing... The- Bringing some form of basketball uh, back to our eyes. I was we holding my this. breath the whole offseason. <laughs> wow. Jacked up, was turning purple and blue. Man, we got a fantastic taste. Wemby versus Chet preseason showdown. Talk a little bit about the Lakers looking pretty good as well. Some preseason player rankings and some really interesting win predictions uh, from ESPN. Uh, breaking it down by conference. And we're going to do that today with the Athletics' Jason Jones on today's episode. I am Miles Gray. And I'm Jack O'Brien. And this is Miles, Miles and Jack, and Jack got, got Mad Boosties. There you go. Embiid driving, spinning, fading, hitting. Curry, a three-pointer. Bang! Steph Curry from downtown again. Giannis with the take. Uh-oh, look out. Welcome, welcome, Jason Jones. Welcome right about back. culture, the athletic. You're a LA native, LBC raised. You know, been covering the NBA for for many years now. Uh, welcome back to the show. Thank you for thank you for stopping by again. Yeah, thanks for letting me join you before things get too crazy. I mean, I juggle about a million sports now, but I think right. if someone at the athletic told me I'm still an NBA writer, whether I like it or not. At heart, can always exactly. spot the NBA writers coming. You know? <laughs> are you are you excited? Like that first night of preseason action, really? I don't know if it was the first night, but it was the first one that I was paying attention. For. I guess technically it would have been what the Knicks and Celtics. Yeah, was that but was that man, the first? The Wembenyama Chet showdown was. Yeah, I'm I'm exactly what the wise Kevin Garnett said uh, in a tweet when he said Wemby and Chet look like two created players last night. <laughs> Future is bright. <laughs> I, My favorite part was the headbutt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, uh, yeah, I mean, I, did Chet Holmgren had something to say. I mean, these every clip I saw, I was, I was like cheering, which is wild. I've never done that to have like going like, okay, like stuff like that. It's been like a while very watching long time. YouTube highlights on oh, yeah. Twitter. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, and being like, okay. Okay, so I see what you're doing now. That's just me talking to my cell phone in the middle of the night. Uh, but yeah, every single every single highlight was 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 out of this world. Jason, how did how did you feel? What were your expectations going into watching this Wemby versus Chet showdown? And and how did it how did you how did you take it in? See, I have zero expectations about preseason anything. Okay, that's so, wise. That's wise. You know, I just I'm more so just kind of you know you you peek in to see okay, well, how do, do they look comfortable? And for me, it's, you know. Chet gave us, really teased us for like a minute last year before, he, before the injury. Mm-hmm. 
and I was just more so, wow, it's like, you hear so much about how long and athletic Wimby is. I'm like, well, Chet's like, 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 like you said, like two Korea, like they're Chet's not that far off height wise. You're like, wow, this is crazy. Yeah. yeah. They're entering at the same time. Yeah. Two guys, like two just wildly skilled guys over seven feet tall. Yeah. It's like, like, the, like watching two video game guys. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. I mean, like this one play, just Wemby with the steal to a perfect alley-oop. Yeah. Came through, scoops it, throws it behind his back. <laughs> perfect alley-oop that his teammate manages to... Couldn't finish. Okay. A little up, bit of but... a bummer there. Yeah. Uh, and then this one, too. They I was... don't look real. Right. <laughs> yeah. Especially this play, when he gets crossed up, I'm using, like, well, every other player's left for dead, and then he recovers, and then it's a block. So this was, this was the key one for me, because I, I saw this. He gets completely beat defensively and then managed to recover for a block. And I was like, all right, let's dig in. I I picked him preseason for defensive player of the year, just watching him (laughs) in the summer league and like how nobody wants to shoot when he's on the court. Everybody like within a six foot radius of him is just trying to get away from being in a six foot radius of him. Um, And he like changes shots that he's not even close to. So I was like, all right, let's see how many blocks he got. And that was the only block he got in the whole right. game, which made, <laughs> yeah. at first I was like, that's weird. But we think about it, the only, that, that might've been the only time anyone was willing to shoot around him. And it was after somebody like blew past him and was like, well, surely he can't block this. <laughs> he, like he's in my rear he, view he has mirror. To, like, trick people into shooting in his vicinity uh, in order to actually get a block. So that, <laughs> right. I don't know that that was wild to me. I think overall too, like, I mean, we saw when we were in Vegas for NBA con, we got to see Wemby's first, you know, summer league game. And that was, it's completely different, but it was like night and day. Like he, when I look at the performance from, uh, against the thunder versus what we saw against Portland, it felt like he was probably like, I guess nervous or something in the summer. He looked so much more like secure in his physicality and his movements and things than just like a couple months ago that I was like, Oh wow. Like he's, he's coming into it. I think summer league can be some of the worst ways to gauge a big guy, especially. Yeah. You no, know, those teams are, you, you got guys on the floor, which you're trying to get jobs elsewhere. And, <laughs> right. You know, he just got off a plane and been in the States for like, know a month and he really hasn't played yet so i always kind of yeah britney spears is bothering him in the casino yeah Yeah. i just kind of i never put too much into what i see especially from a big guy in summer league because it's just that's not conducive to them i think you can tell watching that you know he's with the with the actual team with nba players they've got a system that he can run it's still crazy like watching him dribble like that go but he goes behind the back it's like yeah you're not supposed to be able to do at that height his handle <laughs> no, is legit like it with like just watching him play in you know in internet like before summer league you know last year his hand yeah, like he, he can put the ball he's so tall that it is like sort of a liability for him to put the ball on the floor but he really can do it like when he has to he really is a is a great ball handler for yeah. somebody his size I should I should take your wisdom into account, Jason, because after that match, I remember walking out of the Thomas and Max, and I'm like, this guy's cooked. I'm like, Wemby, <laughs> this is your king. Okay, I see. And then you know, I realized not a, not the best place to assess somebody, especially someone that is seemingly some one of these generational talents who's changed, like about to change, sort of the way we view basketball. Yeah, never forget Anthony Randolph cooked everyone in summer league one year, and then. <laughs> Never saw no shade to Anthony Randolph, but you get sure. my point. You know, it's just yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't. I've you know, there's like a list of summer league all like Hall of Famers who just didn't get any traction in the league. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, what do you? What are your expectations now for Wemby? Yeah, I get it. You're not taking much stock in terms of what you've seen so far preseason, summer league, etc. But what 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 are what what are you expecting? What do you think we the most we can expect from Wemby in this Spurs team? I think. You know, I don't know about the team, but I think he'll probably, you know, he's almost, he'll probably win rookie of the year because he'll get plenty of opportunities on that team. And we, usually I always go with a smaller player for rookie of the year just because they, they're going to have the ball. Mm-hmm. Right. I think, you know, but I think him being in San Antonio, you know, they're going to run, you know, you're not going to get a, a, a rogue, you know, Devin Vassell going to, going to say, you know what, <laughs> I'm giving him the ball, <laughs> you know, 
you're not going to have, you know, they're not going to freeze him out or do anything crazy. They're, they're going to run stuff that highlights what he does well. He'll make an impact on defense just because, you know, what is he, seven five seven six, whatever, you know. It's, <laughs> right. And he's young. He seven might be 11, taller than yeah. we last remember. Yeah, right. You know, he'll, he'll make an impact. I don't know if the team will be any good in the sense of, like, being a playoff team. But, you know, I sure. mean, someone's saying he'll be an all-star. I'm like, I'm not going to put that on him. Yeah. You know, this is just, a, you know, he's he's still got to have a learning curve. I, I'm interested to see what happens when he plays against guys who are going to be physical with him. Right. I think the highlight that I was most impressed by was, like, Wemby coming across the lane, like, scoop shot was something I don't think yeah. I'd seen from him. Like, that, that was, I don't know. That was something. I, I think we've seen everything that's like, okay, this guy's big. Like, we get it. But then when you see these sort of, like, other finesse elements just come through, you're like, I think the that, ball moved, like, 14 feet. That makes feet. no sense. Yeah, <laughs> it really doesn't make any sense. And I don't like it. Like He could, yeah. like, be on one side of the restricted circle and do go around someone with a scoop shot to the other side of the circle. Yeah. Right, never touch him. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's I mean, yeah, this is I, I'm I'm very I'm very excited. I mean, like what? OK, so Jason, who are you thinking? Where, what do you think the first test is going to be for Wemby in terms of like who who you're really going to be like? That's a matchup I want to see that I'll begin to really draw some data from. Uh, I don't know what I'll get. I want to see him go against Giannis. Mm-hmm. Just to see it, I think. And I think. Uh, obviously, Joker is going to be because he's going to be physical with him. But yeah. I also think that the Spurs are smart enough to say, you know what, you know, if if it's a physical thing, well, you know, remember, you know, they called Tim Duncan a power forward for twenty years, even though he was playing center. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, we'll hide him out. Yeah. Yeah, they'll do something to make sure he doesn't get. You know, they're not going to let him like don't get in the paint and let you know these guys just go right at his chest all the time. But right. I think. I would love to see him out on the perimeter, Gian, you know, Giannis coming up the court, trying to go by him for a dunk and just see how just just see how that looks. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, like guarding perimeter players might might be interesting because as we saw, even though they'll get past him, that doesn't really matter cuz getting past him unless you're like he's at the other end of the court, then you're not really past him because he can right. still block your shot. Yeah. For nickname, I just want to put uh Monsieur Fantastique, like Mr. Okay. Fantastic on, okay. on the table. We you know, there's been a lot of a lot of nickname ideas thrown out. Yeah, I'm I'm still gonna go with Doll Slim from Doll Street Fighter. Slim. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Doll Sleazy, just to give it a little bit of some little bit of you know Doll some style. Yeah, to that's it. Fun. yeah, yeah, yeah. Although he I don't did, know if yeah. he wants to be sleazy, but yeah. Something but with we, video we, games we, or superheroes. Like that, that is what I'm getting that. Like, it feels like we're seeing something that is CGI of some sort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, 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 right. Yeah. When you were watching, I'm like, yeah, this is like when I was a kid, I'd be like, you know what I'm going to do on, on live or 2k? I'm going to create a player who's seven, five who can handle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, exactly. yeah. yeah. And, yeah. You, and you go, you'll never see a player like this. You know, he's going to be the same height as Yao Ming, but he's going to dribble like a guard. Yeah. yeah, he has he's AI in Yao Ming's body. Okay, right. Are y'all ready for this? <laughs> we'll see. We will see. Uh, what about? I mean, how you feeling about Oklahoma City, Jack? That's your you, you know you got you got some money on them. You know, I got a hundred large on that. Sleeper, that means a hundred dollars right? team because that's what <laughs> yeah, I got well, on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll call it. We'll say one large is a dollar. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Got some? That's, yeah. I, I, it was a flyer. It was a wild, uh, a wild pick, but that's sure, that's sure. what I was interested in doing. And they look interesting. I mean, if Chet can, Chet can come right in and play. Um, I like that he had a little chip on his shoulder when he was like, "Yeah, uh, that move's called a headbutt." Uh, didn't yeah. know it was legal. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Yeah, it <laughs> is effective because it's illegal. Thanks a lot, dude. Uh, <laughs> but I, 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 I don't know why that's his voice. I'm sure he's much cooler than that. Um, <laughs> it's because part of you is just like, come on, man, just play. So it had to feel like the guy at, at like 24-hour fitness who's calling a foul all the time. Yeah. Like, come on, man, we're just playing. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Jason? How do you think, what is it, What you? your opinion, what's your opinion of Oklahoma now? You've, you've Chet's here. This is something, we got. A, we got some kind of outlier contender. Where do you think they're going to end up? I think they're in that kind of where they were last year. They're in that top 
10, top eight range. I mean, mm-hmm. they got a nice little young squad. I mean, you you you, threw, you drop Chet in there with Shea, Giddy. I mean, that's that's a nice core of you know of talent. And they, yeah, you know, I think uh, Shea elevated them to a level that most people didn't expect last season. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, right. They do have every Williams in the NBA just probably land on that team. <laughs> they're consolidated. <laughs> they're hoarding Williamses. Uh, yeah, they're yeah, get, you know, yeah. yeah. If you got one, you know, Robert Williams better not get comfortable in Portland. You know, okay, That's right. they got, to, they got, to <laughs> they got their eye on him. <laughs> they just trade Chet for him. They're like, sorry, man, we just have to consolidate all the Williams <laughs> over the here. Williams. Yeah, yeah, you got to never about I mean, you. you know, but I like I like what they've got. It's just you know, I wonder how I, I'm interested to see how Chet does over the course of the year. I like Giddy. You know, and I think in today's NBA, you got to have multiple playmakers. And with 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 Shea and with uh, Giddy, you got two legit playmakers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, shall we move on to one of the other matchups? Let's that's... call that Money in the Bank. I think we can say on OKC that that's yeah, Money yeah, in the yeah. Bank. They're going to win yeah. the title. I think we're oh yeah, we're all that's in a treasury there. bond right there. Um, you're going to like that. You're going to like the interest on that one. Yeah, uh, but yeah, take the a other break game and to... come back and oh yeah, look, look around it. the league. Sorry, you know me. I'm eager to to watch the You're Lakers win, even if it is. Oh the yeah, the Lakers <laughs> won a preseason game. That's right. Yeah. Yes! All right, we will talk about that and other yeah. uh, things around the league, including ESPN's somewhat confounding win predictions. Uh, all yeah, that help me understand this. We'll be right back. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DK Hoops for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 HOPE NY or text HOPE NY 467369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live saw the movie as a kid or saw her looks all over tiktok there's no shortage of reasons to stand the queen of tejano and Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. And we're back. We're back. And the Lakers, uh, Austin Reeves coming through oh, with some, you know, big boy shots. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Squeaked it out 126 to 129 against the Nets. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, we, we, got, we got a little AD blockage. We got some LeBron, a uh, little bit of Braun. Uh, but yeah, it was like it was nice to see Reeves uh, and Thomas just trading threes. Uh, love to see that. But yeah, I was I, you know, I'm I need to see more before I go full Laker mode and you know completely disconnect from reality and say that we're winning it all. But I like that I'm not as panicked as I was going into this season as last year. Uh, Jason, how do you feel as a SoCal native, as someone from the area? Do you did you did you did you catch the game at all? Not really, but I always start by saying Lakers in six, no matter what. <laughs> I have no idea what the matchup is. I'm, I would just say Lakers in six. I know even go. when they lost 
every preseason game last year. I was like, <laughs> Lakers in six. They'll yeah. yeah. Somehow. We'll get there. We'll I, get I, there. I like I, I like this Laker team. I, I really do. I just think I, I like them adding some shooting. I like the, the idea that maybe they'll be healthy. You know, I, I, I like having D'Angelo Russell and Gabe Vincent from the start of the season. I like yeah. the idea of not having to switch full gear you know, in, in February. So I, I, right. I like this team. I, I think in a lot of ways, maybe people are kind of underestimating them. You know, everyone's mm. talking about Denver, obviously. People are talking about what Phoenix might be. You know, I think every year we get the Clippers are going to do it. And I won't believe that until ever, <laughs> until I actually <laughs> see it. Sure. I just, you know, I, it's, it, you know I, I think this Laker team is, is going to make some noise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, looks we look deep, and just seeing everything come together. Christian Wood still a bit of a Chris, uh, question mark there, you know. But time will tell, I think. Uh, but we'll, I think mark to have. I mean, yeah. you know, last season they had guys playing where you're going. Yeah, I mean, if he's on the court ever, we're yeah. probably in trouble. And those guys were all on. You have three guys like that on the court together at the same time last year at the Lakers. Right. Right. And yeah. I swore they went and got every guard who couldn't shoot and said, "Let's go put them all on the same team and see how this works." <laughs> just, just let's just see. I I feel like this is a good one. I think this is going to start clicking. But yeah, the question marks. So I think yeah, for us fans last season, I felt like the Nick Young meme with just question marks over me, being like, hmm? "Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's where we're going." When you said Lakers and six heading into last season, did you know that that was going to be seventeen games that it was going to take them to get to six wins? No, I did not know that. I, I, I was thinking big picture. I was thinking, yeah, first right. round of the playoffs, still winning six. Second, yeah, hey, you were right about that. I mean, they yeah, they won in less. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't thinking. I mean, yeah, that was one of the more brutal starts of my lifetime for the Lakers. Just like that was that was just bad. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Will they win again? <laughs> I was like, well, they're going to beat anybody. Yeah, right. Took years off uh, Super Producer Jabari's life, and I get it. We were texting each other through that whole time, just being like, "Do you see this?" And like, I just let's just think about a brighter tomorrow. Uh, and it feels like maybe this is where we're at. I don't think Darvin Ham gets enough credit for the job he did keeping that thing quasi even remotely afloat. I mean, right. who goes into a season with you know Pat Bev and Russell Westbrook as your guards? Yeah. You know, and say, okay, we're going to somehow eke out enough wins to when you do make all these deals, you're not completely, you're not like, for, you know, you're not completely out of it. Right. Because yeah. when, when those injuries hit, that was a bad, unwatchable team, especially yeah. without AD and LeBron. That was just bad basketball. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm sure everybody's going to be motivated to get off to a better start this season. Uh, not that they were trying to lose last year, but um Yeah. But yeah, I think I mean, that added benefit of knowing what a strong start means down the road, being like, look, if we can just correct that mess too, we're putting, we're setting ourselves up in a, for a much better, you know, uh, result at the end of the year. Yeah. So the one thing I'll say, so I, I'm still shopping around for my team now that the Sixers just fill me with nothing but dread. Um, <laughs> you know, the Suns yeah, are yeah. probably at the top just because of, uh, you know, knowing Frank Vogel, really liking him as a person. Um, we get it, yeah. Being exciting, um, you got to check them out a little bit too. Can you I reveal? To, them? I mean, yeah, yeah. I got to. My dad was at their training camp, just kind of observing, giving Frank some feedback because they've worked together for a number of years. And uh, I got to go down for twenty four hours and sit in on one of their practices. Um, Kevin Durant is tall. I can uh -huh. report. Um, okay, so he's not lying. And they got Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. So th those are my big scoops from yeah, 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 yeah. training camp. And how many points did you score? You said, they, did they let you on the court? <laughs> hey, man, no? It was a zero, but it was not for lack of putting up shots before security uh, dragged <laughs> me out of there. Right, right, right. But it, it was pretty cool. It was a pretty cool experience. Yeah, it's funny because I, for your point about uh, Darwin, like even the mention of Frank Vogel, I was like, oh man, yeah, what a time. But yeah, I do completely, I really do underrate the fact that he kept this thing together when that it honestly, I think in retrospect is like an impossible proposition, but he did it. So I've never successfully rooted man. against a LeBron team for a whole season. So it's always going to come back to me 
kind of pulling for the Lakers a little bit. Yeah, so, yeah, sure, sure, uh, sure. We'd love we'll to have see. you. Love to have you. Uh, shall we talk about some of these ESPN rankings? I mean, I guess. I mean, one, rankings are always great for engagement in this in our business. Yeah, because yeah. it's like yeah, I feel like the same way. Like we always on our other show, we always get incensed when people put out like like the top like '90s hip hop albums, like numbers one through fifty, and we're like, what? are they doing they're like stankonia is not even on here um and that's what sort of these i feel like too yeah they're they're good they're good outrage bait for sure yeah i mean so on the players so they put out players they're they put out 100 through 51 rankings of players um and i think the only things that really jumped out to me was how bad their rankings were last year yeah like (laughs) they had chris paul (laughs) At number 21, the 21st best player in the league last season, mm. which seems uh, very strong for him. Yeah, like, a lot of optimism, I think, yeah. in that one. Way too much optimism. Because now he's fallen, what, 55 spots? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, he's at okay, he should have been 76. Like, he should have been yeah. 76. I don't know. But I mean, I guess he had been really good, like, through long stretches. But he he just, like, felt like he was... Didn't have enough gas in the tank to be 21 last yeah. year. That seemed like it was yeah. based on, uh, you know, just priors. Uh, right. Bias of like, what? well, Chris Paul's got to be one of the best players in the league. But uh, the other big thing, Franz Wagner is yeah. 52 this year, which feels about right. He wasn't ranked at all last season. Which That's wild. That feels like a, like they just forgot that he played in the NBA or something. Because, yeah, yeah I mean, what, he, he should have been in the top 100. Um, Zion's at 57. He was 40 last year. That feels too low to me, but I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're taking health into it, then maybe maybe that makes sense. Right, right, right. What's jumping yeah, out I mean, to you guys? I mean, no, that, honestly, that the going from 21 to 76 for Chris Paul, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, that, that, that feels a little bit more like a re- reasonable correction. I love seeing Austin Reeves getting in there. It's six, from going from not at all to 66. I like the continued uh, Reeves assance that we're witnessing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the, But other than that, I mean, it's. I'm. I'm just sort of like, okay, we'll see. You know, if if the, any of this makes sense. These are kind of like the things, like to Jason's point, where like, I've I will remember it in the moment I see it, but I'm never coming back to this information. Like in the season, I'm like they had Reeves at a 66. Can you believe it? Like no one. <laughs> No one's talking about that. Well, well, well. Yeah, I'm not going to say, you know, Kavon Looney was the 88th best player, and he shut down <laughs> Sabonis, whatever number Sabonis is. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 wild. Um, what about these win projections? I think the win projections were something that we're, I'm completely lost with. Like, I don't know how, how these win totals are being uh, adjudicated or predicted. Do what? Do, what? what? Huh? It's just all stats, basically, that we're going like, it feels like such a, there's some aggressive departures from even what the money people are saying in Vegas. Yeah. Um, it's weird. So the Western Conference predictions, they have landing in first place in the Western Conference, the Memphis Grizzlies with a whopping 48 wins. That's the best record in the Western Conference. Yeah. 48. At number two, the Timberwolves. At 47. It just, it feels like they just did a math equation and like, we're like, all of the teams will have about the same number of wins. And <laughs> right. that's, that is what we're looking at. Um, and then arrange them how you like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then publish the it. Nuggets at 46, the Warriors in, in fourth at 43. Uh, the Suns don't show up until fifth place and they are barely 500 at 43 and a half wins. Um, the Pelicans come in sixth. The Kings in seventh, the Lakers squeaking into the play-in at eight <laughs> with forty-one and a half wins. Um, the Mavs at nine with also forty-one and a half wins. Uh, first of all, I don't think any of these teams are going to have half a win. That would be my first yeah. point. Or I how think. do you have a point two win? That's what I'm yeah. saying. So this is already the math doesn't check out. But I and think then to the your Clippers point, at forty wins. So that's because like so the last season's the last season's edition of these projections they said were. 60% accurate with the over under totals. And I, like 
I don't know. Like to your point, Jack, if just if it does feel like they just had like Chat GPT do it, they're like, use these stats. Now tell me what the rankings are going to be. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we got Memphis in there. Well, number yeah. one, Minnesota two. Yeah, there it is. Jason, what are you thinking? Uh, this is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. I mean, you look at it like the Warriors are going to, the Warriors who got right. older and smaller. <laughs> They're going to be in but the four, stats. Uh, four but spots the stats, ahead of man. the Lakers, but only a, two games in front of the Lakers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just like, I guess they don't care that Jaws going to miss how many games. I right. know they had a right. good record without him, you know, but he's going to miss 25 yeah. and, you know, it, it isn't Tyus gone now. So it's like, maybe they think Marcus Smart and Derek, uh, you know, Derek Rose will have a, you know, a renaissance. And I don't know. Like I said, this is no, this feels like Marcus Smart getting a lot of, a lot of love. But then when you go over to the Eastern conference, right. The Celtics. Are are the only team that they predict will get over fifty wins this season, which I has that ever happened? Has there ever been such parity in a league that nobody gets only one team gets to fifty wins? That feels I, I don't think so. Feels weird to me if that if that <laughs> happened. All the rankings are weird to me. How does how does Minnesota, which couldn't figure out how Towns and Gobert even play together? <laughs> yeah, right. It's second in the West. Yeah, second in the they, well because it, they figured it out. Like the, the, I feel like they haven't figured out how to do defense yet, and so Gobert being a defensive stopper who like affects a lot around the rim gets over-indexed in in things like these, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, it turns out the fact that he makes your offense uh, kind of stagnant and makes it so that. Cat can't be on the floor because he can't guard the fours in the league. Like, you know, it's just the, these sorts of things. I used to put more stock in them than, than I do these days. Well, what they, Jack, they got, the, so to round it out, they have the ca- Cavs in second, 48.6 wins. Bucks yeah, I didn't, I third, wasn't expecting that. 48 and a half. Jack, the Sixers, Fourth, 46.9. Are you feeling that? Do you think you, 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 you like this? I can this? see them being fine. I can see them in fourth for sure. I mean, they're they'll what be all right. Pre- I wonder what the what was the Vegas prediction that was it around this? Was it around 46 ish? They dropped off. I think they were like 44. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So they dropped off. And then, yeah, the Knicks 44.6. That's at fifth and six. The Hawks almost 44 wins. Seventh, the Heat with 42.7. Eight Raptors, a sim- same thing, almost forty-three wins. The Nets forty, and then the Pacers thirty-eight, just almost thirty-nine wins in tenth. So we shall see. Will the AIs come for our jobs? I think that's what we will really find out, uh, <laughs> depending on these these rankings. In which the case, Nets I might are say, the only ones who are going to have a actually normal win total because they've got forty forty point zero wins. Everybody yeah, else, right, is- right, right. <laughs> Dealing with fractions, which is going to be a first. Um, yeah, well, well, we'll talk about statistics later. It's it's kind of complicated. Yeah, but I don't know. I would be really surprised if the Grizzlies and the Timberwolves were one and two in the West. But that's yeah. me. I'm crazy. Jason, who's your one and two in the West and one and two in the East? Just from you know, just from what you're what you're feeling, what you're observing. What would you say? How would you correct this list? Well, I just think in the East is going to be the two best teams are going to be Boston and Milwaukee. To me, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, feels West, right. that seems easy. Uh, see, the West is trickier because I want to say the Lakers would be up there, and I want to say Denver. You know, but then again, because I also take into account the fact that I don't think that, just based on recent history, that Phoenix, I don't think KD plays, you know, 80 games. So that'll probably knock them down a pick. I can't see the Clippers having those guys all together for an entire season because it just never happened. Mm-hmm. I just don't think the Warriors are as good as that projection is. You know, and I just think Memphis, I mean, I think it's going to, I think Memphis will be around there, but I just can't, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm going to go lean on the two teams that are in the conference finals. Right. I, I, you know, I think, I, but I wouldn't be surprised if, say, if Denver went down to three, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, I think, you know, them losing, I think losing Brown was a big, it's going to be a, 
That's not something to gloss over, kind of the role he played on that team. That's right. always been a, the, kind of the downside. When you win, everyone overpays your role players. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I've always been a firm believer in the one of the worst things you can do as a GM is overpay a role player from a winning team. Right. right. That guy looked that good because of the team he was on. It's like, not that he's a bad player, but if you're expecting him to be the guy you saw playing next to Steph and Clay or whoever it was, Shaq, Cole, whatever. Right. You know, you, you end up with a guy making a gang of money and you're like, well, how come he's not as good as he was? Well, you don't have Jokic next to him. That's why. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's the context they were in. It's like, oh, yeah. man. Well, now there goes a ton of my cap space. Yeah. yeah. For well, the West, uh, I think I'm, I'm going yeah. Spurs, Thunder. One and two, just based. On, I don't know if I'm uh, just. I don't know if I got you know, money on this it. Recency bias or what? But Spurs at number one. Spurs Thunder at number, number one. Two. OKC at number two. Yeah. For you, I'm gonna say uh, OKC number one. Lakers two. Okay. Appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Just, just, just so I can one for you, one for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's take another break, and we'll come back to close this thing out. With the rapid fire round of questioning with Close Jason Jones. Close this thing out with extreme prejudice. Exactly. Right after this. Put your helmets and seatbelts on, folks. It's going to be wild. We'll be back. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. And we are back. Jason Jones, you're back on the show. And that means, obviously, you are back in the hottest seat in sports podcasting. It's time for the rapid fire round of questioning. Okay, so you know how this goes. I'm just going to ask you a question. Just give us instinctively your answer right back. Don't, don't think too long about it. Don't hold up the segment because we'd like to go at lightning speed. And if you go slow, we're going to get mad at you. And we might be rude, but because I respect you, I will just be passive aggressive, not so aggressively rude. Okay? Sound good? That was good. Okay, good. Um, I think we're ready for this. Jack, you're ready too? Yeah, I think so. Do you feel like Jason knows the temperature of the seat? Like, do we need to do some metaphors of like how hot the seat is? I feel like the seat is like, you know, the car's been parked outside for an entire oh, yeah. afternoon oh, yeah. it's 3 30 in august oh yeah black leather, leather interior black and you're leather. wearing the shortest of shorts yeah oh some man would, some will call them daisy dukes even yeah and others would and say those are marathon shorts yeah i the think we're ready. made of metal 
for some reason. Ah, that's yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what just FYI, in okay. case you're wondering how hot this seat is. Okay. And Jason, uh, again, you got to keep this segment moving. And we haven't even started. But again, just a warning. You have to keep this moving. Brian, start the clock. Okay. All right. Jack, you going first? You going first? Who's going first? Yeah, yeah. Let's. I, I think I should go first. Okay. This feels. This feels like one that needs to come from me. Okay. Um, yeah, I just feel like. Don't you think it should come from me? Like. I yeah. In looking at just how complex the, just the whole question is. Of yeah. course. I. I I can barely wrap my head around the question. So yeah, I think it's it's probably better for you to. Jason, go. listen. Uh, thanks for thanks for coming here today. Thanks for yeah, taking the man. time. Uh, to sit really down if you don't mind. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The seat. The seat is very hot. Yeah. Very hot. But yeah, I mm-hmm. am going to ask you to sit down in it. Um, yeah. I want to ask you, what's your boldest prediction for the upcoming NBA season? Boldest prediction. Uh, oh, that's a tough one. Uh, boldest. <laughs> I'm like something, something crazy. <laughs> something crazy. Uh, yeah. The Kings want to play around in the playoffs. Wow. Okay. Okay. Is that is that bold? I feel I don't like know if that's bold. That's I mean, just going yeah. one more round than they did last year. Yeah, yeah. they. Ha- I mean, they haven't won a playoff round in what 17, 18 years. Yeah, probably. sure, sure. That, yeah. So that's not really even bold, though. I think a bold one would be. I'm gonna say OKC definitely makes the playoffs. Wow. Okay. And now we're talking. OKC and now I'm making money. Now that I'm warmed up, OKC definitely gets in. There we go. Okay, he's warmed up. Okay, get ready for this. In, next Dallas one. does not. Dallas, man, I I don't understand the Dallas thing. That people people being like they they've got it this year. They figured it out this year. I don't know like, how. They? I think they feel like a team that should have made a coaching change, maybe, and should have maybe made a couple more changes. But people are really the the Grant Williams thing. They're like, this is gonna. It's gonna make some Changes differences everything. around here. Put them over the top. That was the issue last year. They didn't have Grant Williams. <laughs> <laughs> right. That was... My main thing is that the players on that team didn't seem annoyed enough. They, you know, I feel like they would play better if they were super annoyed. It's yeah. the white man can't jump print uh, logic of who plays the best. You you right, have right, to be right. annoyed by your teammates. You find that extra gear. And Jason, yeah. we got to keep this segment moving. And I appreciate, you know, obviously the the, the, the thorough answer. But we got to move to this next question. All right. All right. Jason Jones, who is the best player you've ever witnessed in person? And what did they do as you bore witness to that event? Best player in person, Shaq. And he just destroyed the entire Golden State Warriors front line and made them look like children. Mm. <laughs> uh, like they were crying. Uh, yeah. They, they might as well have cried, yeah. Yeah. Poor Eric Dampier. Go- oh, no, Eric Dampier. Oh, I him. oh um, man. I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. Is there yeah, a player I heard, I heard that, that you... Shaq guy was good. Did, is, would Shaq be the same answer for a player you feel like you need to see in person to fully appreciate? Yes. Yeah. Just People the don't size, realize how big the grace. Shaq. Yeah. yeah. How big right. and athletic Shaq really is. That's the thing. It's like what he's known for, and yet everybody I know who has met him in person is like, yeah, but like, he's like, really, (laughs) he's way bigger than you think. He's bigger than your mind can make sense of. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you go, yeah, like the people on the TV screen are big and tall. And then you're in the presence of someone who's like, is, you know, feet taller than you. Then, yeah, you're, (laughs) it's a whole other thing. It's a whole other thing. All right. What is the most underrated NBA city to visit? And... Also, what is your must-have meal in that town? I'd say Portland. Mm. And, and oh. there's a there's a restaurant now with truck now. It's called La Montage Bistro. They're like oh. Cajun food. Oh. And, they, and they have like this macaroni and cheese. It's amazing. I get the I would get the uh, macaroni and cheese with like buffalo, so, like hot, hot sauce and chicken in it. It's amazing. Oh. I appreciate the thorough answer. So many times people are just like, oh, you got to try the food everywhere in one town. But you gave me a real dish. Where Where is it? Macaroni. In, uh, sa- sorry, say that again. Can you describe it's macaroni cheese? and cheese with like, it's like they have like, four, oh, okay. five, they have like all these different options. But the one I would get is the macaroni and cheese with the chicken and the hot sauce and the blue cheese crumbles. Ooh. Yeah. And they're, they're a food truck now. 
So oh, wow. oh. they have it in the food truck, but they, they, it was a restaurant. I'd always hit po- post game in Portland. Yeah. Okay. I love. And I they love put some wheels on that sucker and took it mobile. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. How about this, Jason? Because I got to keep this thing moving. If you could have any player's skill set for a day, whose skill set is it? And what is it? What skill specific? <laughs> and where are you using it? LA Fitness, 24 Hour Fitness, the local <laughs> rec league. I would take Steph shooting. And where are you mm. taking it? Where are you taking it? I'm where are you pulling it, up first? I'm, I'm taking it to the playground to hustle people. Yeah. Oh, how would you do it? Would you would you put money on individual shots? Would you say like, hey, let's run some twos real quick? Well, I mean, I got I got three hundred bucks on me. Anybody else? I'd, I'd run some twos because you look at me. I look like a football player. No one mm-hmm. can pull up from thirty five and, and hit shots. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I do. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I, I, this is the first time actually that anyone has used the skill set. To then articulate, it's like, oh, and then I'm going to hustle people. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to you? commit fraud. That's not fraud. <laughs> Could you take someone to court? They'd be like, your honor, this guy said he had no jumper. And then he was just, <laughs> it was Splash City from like 40. I, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. So I do want my $35 back. I feel that I, uh, that's why I came to small claims court. I don't know if you can claim that. But, but then I you only I'm have the skill set for a day, so the judge is like, "All right, let's see the jumper." Let's see it, and then it's no yeah. longer wet. And they're yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, "Come on, I just had a good day, Your Honor." I Case dismissed. Please take your please take your thirty five dollars and go, Mister Jones. I'm sorry for the inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, We're so sorry it's all about a scam that. to get thirty five dollars. <laughs> this one comes from uh, the mind and fingertips, nimble fingertips of mm-hmm. Super Producer Jabari. Uh, who says you can go back in time and permit either Nick Van Exel or Eddie Jones to stick with the Shaq Kobe squads for those title runs. Uh, which one are you choosing to take that ride? I'm keeping Eddie. Eddie. He, okay. he didn't need a point guard really in a triangle like that. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking I'm keeping Eddie. Eddie I Jones. Love to hear that. I think CJ, we asked CJ Toledano and I think he picks St. Nick Van Exel in. Yeah. at the time and i was i was heartbroken as an eddie jones fan i was like no it's gotta be eddie it's gotta, be, eddie. Be, eddie. gotta be eddie eddie's the guy i always say man i wish he could have got a ring with him yeah oh yeah for sure that i mean he was my favorite player in that era and i was was heartbroken that he wasn't there for that okay next question and final question justin <laughs> jones you got to pick one ready yeah jack or miles wow hmm Jack. Yeah. Oh. Barely any hesitation, Miles. Oh, wow. That w- wow. Yep. You got that Ooh. one. That was a fair one. That strong was a fair one. and that was a fair wrong. One. That was a fair one. That was a fair one. What <laughs> can I say? made the wrong choice, but oh, I appreciate it. <laughs> hey, anyone, anyone who, will proudly, who, who will still claim the Sixers, I got to respect. Yeah, oh, Jesus. Hey. Okay, we love that. Criminy. <laughs> it's more so for the amusement of it, because I have a few friends. Oh, boy. And I just enjoy watching their like utter misery and just they it's like the most angry just fan base of all my NBA fan friends. Right? Yeah. 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 Just like broken down emotionally. Yeah. Just. Yeah. Not, not, not feeling great. Bruck up as they say. Uh, well, Jason Jones, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us on miles and Jack. I'm mad boosties. Where can people find you and read you support your work? All that. All right. You can find me on at the athletic.com. I'm the uh, league culture writer there. And whatever it's called now, um, whatever X Twitter, I'm Mr. Underscore Jason Jones. On Instagram, I'm Mr. Jones LBC. And the LBC stands for Long Beach, okay. California. There you there, go. There we go. Tell them. Um, let them know. Let them know. Uh, and also, before we go out, we want to shout out some of our listeners of the week. We are asking some of y'all, who is your league pass team for this upcoming season? At Dr. Macademic says, OKC will be yeah, his baby. league pass team. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, former guest Warren Shaw at Shaw Sports NBA said, OKC and the Kangs will be his league pass teams. Okay. Wow. Okay. At Greg Smith, rival says, the Bucks are a must watch, obviously. And Raul Dukes Sell says, he'll be tuning in for the Pacers, Magic, and OKC. Well, that's three teams, but hey, I get it. But we'll, he's got we'll three names Raul yeah. Dukes Sell. 
Um, ah, okay, you're right. So maybe I forgive my ignorance, Raul, for that. Is that just uh, you being go- like I te- I usually tweet from my cellular telephone, and that's why <laughs> this, this is, is Raul Duke's cell. <laughs> you Raul got Raul speaking? Duke's cell. Uh, how can I help you? <laughs> that is like such That's what like... he does when you tweet at him. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Raul. Hello, uh, this is he... Raul Duxel. Raul Duxel. Uh, shout out to uh, him. Uh... Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Miles of Gray. Jack, where they find you? Sorry, him? real quick. What What is your answer? What is your? I, my number one is going to be the Spurs. I can't. I can't get enough of this one. Being I'm a kid. Uh, do you guys have answers? Your, your I can't get hat? enough of this Grady Dick kid. So it's going to be the Toronto yeah. Raptors. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I can't get enough of his draft day suit, although, you know, the, the TBD of how much how much I'll actually be able to see him. So I think for me, it's probably Wemby. And as I was saying before we recorded, maybe and the Kings too, you know? Yeah. I got yeah. a little I got a little a little corner in my heart where I like to see those the the boys in purple do something. You know, so condescending. You can't be nice to another NBA team without being so condescending. I am know? being nice. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> I, I think it's to so see them great do for them. good. It would be cute. You know, before we demolish them, there's a very LA thing to refer how to how a Laker Nation refers to every other team in California. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's like when the yeah, Warriors no started playing. Oh, I'm like, we were like, oh, we're so happy for you. you know, oh, congratulations, <laughs> little brother, Let's you finally that. did something. Oh, y'all Amazing got a couple. That's cool. You. That's cool. Oh, hey man, help help me with this. I'm kind of old. Can you help me hang number 18 up? Okay, thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, congratulations, uh, you're fine. You guys can stop wearing our Laker jerseys and wear your own local thing. <laughs> Yeah, you can put the Kobe jersey away. Uh, also, make sure to follow us at hashtag Matt Boosties. You know, check out all the show links and updates from there. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Obviously, we're going to be back with even more fun because we can talk about people playing the game again. Uh, so we'll see you then. All right. Peace and blessings. Bye. Bye. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.